We are back. Yeah, we are. It's going to be so good. Oh, yeah. Super pumped. Here's the thing. Yeah, I am. God is good, and we are not. (laughs) But God is so good that we are loved. And through his justice and through his goodness, he took care of our sin by placing it on his son, Jesus, so that we could have relationship with him. See, left to our own devices, and we're some bad apples. (laughs) We're some rotten scoundrels. We are sinners, y'all. But there is living proof that God can take what is bad and make it good. He's not finished until our tree is flourishing. Oh, yeah. We're here to talk about it all. The rise, the fall, the faith, the fear, the good, the The bad, the the wins, the losses, life, love, and all of the above. above. We're here to have fun while we do it. This is the Bad Apples Podcast. Oh, yeah. Here we go. It's a new year. This is the first podcast of the year that people are listening to. (laughs) Just so you all know. So uh, we, our local expert tech person, Tim, is Mm -hmm. going to try to save and try to revive our um, original first episode of the year. We tried to, we tried to record one. Yeah, we did. And it was super good. It was, oh man. Really creative. Yeah. Maybe the best one we've ever done. It, if it's lost, it's going to be like, uh, you know, like the, the Mark greatest. Covenant. Yeah, it's, yeah. We'll never know. <laughs> but no one will ever know, but we will know and God we, will know. We might re-record it if we can't save it. Yes. It was, it was good. I mean, it won't be as good as the first time. <laughs> like, it was, that's some really good. It's just reminding me. I don't know if you, you may not connect this. Some of our listeners might tenacious D and the song tribute where they, they create the greatest song in the world, Oh, but they don't remember the greatest song in the world when they go to record it. Oh yes. So yes, they, yes, yes, yes. So I remember just, it. They just yep. have to like try yep. to remember it. That's what it is, man. Yep. No, this is just a tribute. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. You talk about Jack Black. Jack Black is one of my favorites. Jack Black, <laughs> all me too, time. man. School of Rock. I still cannot believe he didn't win an Oscar for Jumanji. I mean, <laughs> Jumanji. Such, such a good job. He's, and he's actually a fantastic actor. Like yeah. He's got a, uh, a movie called Bernie. Have you ever watched it? No. Oh, it's super good. Is it? Yeah, it's super good. Is he like Nacho Libre? No, better. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like kind of dark comedy where he's kind of serious, but it's still, like still Jack Black. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway... It, just so you know, what we did was we took our last year's first episode of the year where we set all of our goals and all these things, and yeah. we and we played it back and listened to past Cody and Garrett have all of these wonderful aspirations. Crush those goals. And uh, there are some <laughs> that we did actually complete, which is really cool. Yeah, we did. Some there are a lot we didn't. Some so um, if, if we have to re-record that one, we will because it was good. It was really funny. It was a blast. And most people don't have a live recording of what they thought they were going to do yeah. to look back on. And so we do. So why yeah, we do. When in Rome, you know, huh. when life gives you limits. Oh, or a crush podcast. those things. Yeah, right. You know, anyway. So uh, tonight, though. We thought we would do our typical thing where we start off the year talking about what we're going to do different, like mm. all these wonderful, exciting things on the horizon. But before we do that, um, we got to talk about these mugs. Oh, bro. So we got to talk about them. You're not getting the live reaction from Cody the first time I gave them to him. Now, oh. um, this is from our friends, uh, well, my cousins. Yeah. Also my friends, I yeah. guess. Cousins uh, to the podcast, our family. Yes. Uh Tim and KK, they got us these, these awesome Bad Apples mugs that have the Bad Apple logo on it. And Absolutely it says, amazing. But we're not that podcast. But um, we're not that podcast. And they are fantastic. And we are drinking some decaf coffee. 
Yeah. Because I don't know when you're listening to this, but we are recording this at 830 at night. Yeah. And I, I just want to throw out that I apologize um, for making the first drink out of these wonderful and beautiful and majestic mugs be decaf coffee. Mm. I want to apologize. I didn't for even that. think about that. Yeah. So that is a bit of a disservice, but that's okay. It is. We can wash it. Hey, like God washed our sins there's away. There's a lot of grace here. And then re- yeah, exactly. This is a grace-filled podcast. Yes, it is, dude. It's a redeemed so, pocket. We can redeem these cups. That is true. Hallelujah. That is true. I mean, you got some free rain coffee up there. Next time we record, we're going to make sure it's not at 830 at night, and uh, we'll be in, be in much better shape. I like that a lot. But uh, the cups are awesome. What's in the cups really not bad. It's it's a Costa coffee. Four decaf. Four decaf. It's not I mean, bad. It's single origin. Ooh. You know, it's Colombian. Yeah. So. I don't know how you do that, but. What, single origin decaf? Yeah. I don't really know how they do decaf either. They yeah. do something to the bean. <laughs> yeah, they kill it. <laughs> they suck all the joy yeah, out of it. Suck the joy right out of it. They grinch the bean. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, it's not bad. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's not. A little it's strong. Not. But, you know, that's... Thank uh, you to our barista. Ski <laughs> was making the coffee. And she, I, like, I'm looking for a measuring spoon because, I, you know, you do two <laughs> tablespoons for you at home, two tablespoons per cup of coffee. Now, the per cup of coffee is, like, how many cups, like, the yeah. the carafe or whatever it is that you're brewing into set. So, yeah. a 12-cup pot of coffee. Yeah. Nobody's getting 12 actual, like, mugs of coffee out of that thing right right so but you still do 24 tablespoons in for 12 cups of coffee oh, okay well, the uh, breville says one one tablespoon per cup oh well, that's different yeah so if if my thing says 12 it wants 12 scoops i always go it. i always go over that though to yeah be fair, i think to be I, fair. okay i'm wrong yeah you're right i'm wrong wow um yeah i'm wrong hold on Let's let's just sit on this for a minute. <laughs> this one will be titled "The One That I Was Wrong On," and I think the podcast is canceled. Cody wants to go out on top. This, this is it. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. That was awesome. Anyway, uh, okay, yeah, you're right. It's one to one. It's one to one. Okay. Uh, yeah and usually usually a cup is like six ounces um okay so the 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 cups that they're they're using as a yeah the standard yeah for sure six ounce cup well kia dumped half the bag of coffee into this well um there's a silver lining in that okay now i don't have as much decaf (laughs) coffee to keep (laughs) in my home oh jeez, dude this is a blessed home okay it's a great home but also you know how many times have we done the show at night and you're thinking, oh, man, we probably shouldn't have done a full calf thing. And then you're coming down from this thing at 2 a.m. and you got to work tomorrow. Yes, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> True. Everybody needs to sleep tonight. Um, but we love the love the coffee. We love the mug. Like, like the coffee, like, love the mug. Okay, yeah. That's probably more accurate. <laughs> But it is pretty good. It is not bad. Yeah, <laughs> for decaf, de- and it's and it's not de- that decaf. strong for half the bag. It's not that strong. Yeah, so, it's not. I mean, you know, yeah, that just is proof that the Breville brewer can fix even the worst mistakes. 
Dude, telling you, that Breville. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow. Thanks, Kia. Yeah. So, (laughs) just choked. Sorry. We uh, we wanted to talk talk about what we want to see out of this year. We're excited about this year, 2024, brand new year. Hold, well, most the, about 11 months ahead of us. Yeah. Um, so, Woo. what I thought we would do yeah. is we're going to set four goals. Four goals. There's going to be a small one, oh boy. a medium one, a large one, yeah. and then something called a Masogi goal. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get to Masogi in a little bit because yeah. y'all are probably like, I don't know what that means. And if you do know what that means, good on you. Sounds like a dish at Yummy Bowl. It does. It might be. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I could I could have got my vocabulary words discombobulated. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. You can get them crossways. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so the small goal is something like you could do tomorrow. Like, yeah, you could you you can off the couch do this goal. Um, <sighs> it's just setting aside the time. Getting up the energy to do it. A medium goal is something that's it's going to take a little bit of forethought, a little bit of planning, a little bit of preparation, but it's totally inside your wheelhouse. But you know it's it's good for you. And then the large goal mm. it needs to be something that, that is a stretch. It's definitely achievable, but it's going to require a lot from you. Yeah. And so like that that's the and then again we're going to talk about Masogi here in a second. But um, like those are the the three that we're looking at now. Cody, yeah. As we were working on this, uh-huh. what did you say about goals and New Year's resolutions? I um, hate them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like them. Why not? Well, because I suck at keeping them. Mm. You know. Okay. Well. Um. And yeah, I don't know. Like, I just. I mean, I always, I always kind of have the goal of like, you know, oh, I want to be healthier this year, mm-hmm. or just, or, or just want to be better in something. You know. Yeah. Uh, and I, I guess I stopped trying to keep like New Year's resolutions. Sure. I just kind of, I just kind of said, all right, twenty twenty, you know, whatever, you know, let's let's do this stuff this year, and you know, some of it I keep, some of it I don't. Yeah. You know? Sure. Sure. And when we were talking about it, though, I I heard a helpful way of looking at yeah. New Year's resolutions, goals, really any of that stuff. So, and this doesn't have to be like a New Year's thing. This can be a year picking this up. You might be picking this podcast up in August. Um, yeah. But this guy, an author. Um, speaker, writer, guy. His name's Michael Easter. I've read his two books, and um, I subscribe to his Substack thing. I, I really like him. I think he's awesome. I think he writes good stuff. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that he said about New Year's resolutions, goal setting, all that stuff, because he's kind of where you're at. Like this is this is dumb. New yeah. Year's is kind of arbitrary. But right. he did say this thing that's that's helpful, um, which is when you're setting goals, when you're setting New Year's resolutions. Instead of thinking them as these high lofty things you're trying to do or accomplish, mm-hmm. think of like the problems in your life that you need to solve yeah. and what it's going to take to solve those problems. Yeah, much better way so, to look at it. Yeah, like what's a problem? How can you solve it? So as we're talking about these, mm-hmm. as we're talking about these, like think of the problem and then the solution. Yeah. So like we've got our list of solutions here, but what's the problem that you're, you're answering with that? So uh, do you want to go first with a small goal or do you want me to kick this thing off? <laughs> what do you think? Kia, what do you think? Who should go first? Okay. Okay. Garrett. She said Garrett. All right, cool. Here we go. So my small goal, again, off the couch, thing I can do. Off the couch. Uh, I, I need to clean the garage. Oh, okay. I need to clean the garage. Yes, this is do. my small goal for the year. All right. And when I say clean the garage, I don't mean just like make space for the car to be. I mean like 
figure out what I need and what I don't. So there's, I love paintball and I played paintball for years and I have gotten rid of most of my paintball stuff, but I still have three totes of it. Wow. I could probably get rid of some paintball stuff. For sure. Um, the same, I've got tools from when I thought I was going to be, you know, the next Bob Vila, um, does that make sense? Or Tim the Toolman Taylor? Tim the yeah, for sure. There we go. Bob Vila was lost man. on everybody, but my dad. There you go, Dad. Yeah. Who's Bob um, Vila? He's like a he's a home I know improvement the guy. Yeah, I know that. Um, name. Yeah, so okay. he's a '90s home improvement dude. My dad had like all of his books, and you know. Oh, okay. So little known fact about my dad. So the house I grew up in. Yeah. Um, my dad designed it like he did all the like the floor plans for it. Nice. Um, the house he lives in now, he did all the floor plans. Come on, for it. So, Mark. Yeah. I, feel like he may have even done the floor plans for my grandma and grandpa's house but i can't really say for sure that's what i'm talking about he'll correct me later that's awesome um, but he's good at it you know he enjoys doing it yeah that's cool um so any anyhow i had those books laying around that's why any i just need to clean my garage okay. i need to clean my garage the problem is i have stuff i don't need i got stuff taking up space that you know I, I could clear out and then have better access to the things i have because i don't know about you yeah. i can't find the screwdriver, so I go buy a new screwdriver. Yeah. And so I've got 40 screwdrivers somewhere in my house, but I don't know where any of them are. Yeah, I feel that. And so, like, I need to just take better care and better stock of the things that I have. Yeah. One of the ways to do that is clean out the garage. I like that. I have a really awesome workbench that I can't yeah. get to. All right. It's it's a phenomenal workbench. Man. Can't get to. Yeah. Yeah, you need to make that happen, bro. I know. Park Think the of seeds. all the things I could work on. Yeah. You should get into woodworking. I could buy more tools. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> what's your what's your small one? All right. Here we go. Small one. Something that I'm battling with right now. Trying to jump off the couch and do this. Um, play basketball. Here we go. Yeah. And, play basketball. And so, and at church, there's a group of guys uh, that play. And I've really, really been trying to talk myself into uh, to doing it. The guy, the guy who leads it or, or has it. He's yeah. Been, he's been texting. Me and him been texting, and I've just you know. He texted me on Tuesdays like, "Hey man, uh, we have at least eight or something." He said, and I think he ended up having eleven. But he's like, "Hey, we would love for you to join." And I just was like, "Nah." I mean, I did have stuff to do that night. I had some classwork to do, but like, yeah, you, know, you weren't feeling good either. Yeah, I wasn't. I was just kind of coming off of whatever that whatever it is that I had. But, um, you know, I'm just trying to talk myself into doing that again. I used to do it sure. all the time. Yeah, every night, uh, full you know full court five on five basketball, and I was much bigger mm. than I am now, and I have not played since since losing all the weight. I've not played since then. Yeah, so I'm just like I don't know why I'm so nervous because I feel like if I was that out of shape and that big then and was still doing it, why am I not doing it now? Yeah, but I guess I'm just in my head. Well, it's also you don't really i mean you've texted back and forth with, with august but yeah. you probably don't know most of the people that are playing yeah and i don't want to you know, show up and be getting dunked on and there's there's you know <laughs> i none of those guys dunk okay yeah, well, I, I know that now but i don't think <laughs> you know i've i've gone and played with them yeah. i don't enjoy basketball um and i yeah. don't enjoy cardio um and so together because they play full court yeah i was like man this is the worst, but I was going uh, because I wanted. August was like, "Hey, we're short people. You know, would you play?" I'm like, right. "Yeah, I can run around, run back and forth." And yeah, yeah, I'm like it was. I'm, my my I'm thing is like I I I love basketball a lot, and and surprisingly, I have a great shot. Yeah, I'm very confident in my shot for a big guy. I love it. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Um, and it's like I see the game, but my body can't move to the game. I got you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, it makes like, sense. You know, and so a lot of times it's either like a good pass or just a good shot. But, yeah. Um, because that's really, you know, all I can contribute because it's not going to be speed or running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, the defense would be would be tough. That's what, yeah, I hate defense. It, so. And especially with the pickup basketball yeah. is so much fast break. I mean, yeah, like, oh, it you is. Know, yeah, it is. Um, there's not a lot of setting up or anything no, like that. You're nothing like that. Going, going after it. Anyway, but I, I mean, I love that. Yeah. That, that's a really good, yeah. like, off-the-couch goal. Yeah. Um, what would you say the problem is, though? What, what's basketball going to solve? What's the, the problem that basketball is going to solve? Um, I would say uh, movement. Yeah. Because um, I, I hate the gym. I've tried the gym, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think I'm going to get motivated to, to do the gym. And I've lost 75 pounds before playing pickup basketball. Yeah. Uh, and that was with a bad diet. Um, so, for me – if I'm going to be active, I want I want it to be something like basketball. Sure. And it's if it's going to be something that I love and I can get back into and I'm actually enjoying the time with a bunch of guys. Yeah. Um that's going to be really good for me. Yeah. Um so definitely just getting that activity going cuz I just feel like man my diet is is fine. And I'm I'm still I'm still good with losing weight. Like I lost 30 pounds to close out 2023. That's awesome. But I just need that physical activity. Yeah. Because if I would if I would get physical activity into my life, dang. Yeah. Well, you'd feel better too. Yeah, for yep. sure. For sure. Yep. I so, mean, I'm, I've been going to the gym. I hate the gym. Yeah. I hate everything about the gym. But yeah. And I sleep so good. Oh, don't tell me that, so man. Good. Like, uh, I mean, I'm going to go to bed tonight and just I'm going to be out. Dunzo. Um, and, and see, that's another thing I feel like basketball would help. I'd, I'd sleep better yeah. with, phys- with some physical activity. I'd sleep better. And man, like, you know, I don't know. You can't, you can't tell, but I can do the biceps that are popping. Anyway, I, I can. Um, so I've been looking. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, I'm not covet, but I'm coveting. <laughs> You're coveting me? Oh, no. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, I'm coveting your biceps, buddy. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, medium goal. Yeah. Medium, medium goal. goal. You want to go back to back here? What's your medium goal? Medium goal. Um, my medium goal. For 2024, I think is to release music. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I and I mean that in a way that's like I take it seriously. Sure. Because I I've put out, I put out several songs last year, just threw them on SoundCloud, and I said, yeah, whoever listens listens. They got about 100 listens. Yeah. To me, that was fine. Yeah. But I really would like to see me pursue releasing music like I used to release music, because I feel like. I'm in a much better place Mm. and I feel like even though I haven't really been operating in music, I've still been writing and I feel like my writing has gotten a lot better. Yeah. What's the problem you're solving there? That music is not in my life. Okay. Yeah. So I I think there's a big void in my life when I'm not doing music. Like what kind of void? Like just the, you know, is it a, is it an emotional outlet for you is it a creative outlet for you is it like a probably a bit of both there creative and emotional uh, more so i think it's a creative void i feel okay. like i feel like a big part of who i am is uh music yeah and not really my identity but like what i love and you know um who i am is kind of wrapped up in music yeah and it gives you purpose i it mean gives like, me, yeah yeah and, and i just feel like i've buried that for so many years um I felt when I was pastoring, I felt like I couldn't do both. And then, 
you know, when everything happened, I just felt like, yeah, you know, I'm just never going to be able to do anything like this again. Yeah. You know, I'm just kind of, you know, and I, I just never stopped writing. Sure. And I feel like, um, getting back into that would be, you know, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I think that'd be good for you. Yeah. And I just, and I don't like, and I don't want to look at it like, oh man, I want to, you know, I want to do all this stuff. I want to go on tour. Like you're not looking to win a grand. Yeah. That's past me. Like that's past me, but I want it in my life in some way. Sure. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I think for me, uh, mine, it's a medium goal. Uh, it's, I want to spend five nights outside this year. Medium goal. Five nights. Uh, here's, here's, here's the problem. Here's the problem on the solving. Like, uh, my problem is I do really well. I do really well. I spent three nights outside last year. Yeah. Um, so, like, I do, I do better when I'm out in nature, when I'm, like, pursuing those kind of adventures. Okay. It's good for my soul. Okay. It uh, helps me rest. It helps me re-energize. It also gives me a lot of perspective. So like okay, um, there there is nothing quite like backpacking to teach you what you need and what you don't need, mm. um, because there's all of this junk that I, I carry around in my life, um, you know, or I think I need to have or whatever. And the reality is, when you got to put it all in a backpack and get out the door, and you're walking with it, yeah. suddenly you don't need five pairs of underwear, you know, mm. like you need one. One extra pair, oh, you know. Gosh, now I'm probably grossing people out. Anyhow, but uh, <laughs> it's like, but you you have you have more perspective on the things, and like, there is no better cup of coffee than a backcountry cup of coffee. Oh, I'm sure. Like when you're out in the middle of nowhere, yeah, and you get a good AeroPress cup of coffee, so good, so good. That's anyway, cool. That's um, cool. but yeah, my goal this year is five nights outside. Instead of three, I'm just adding two more. It could be like a family camping trip. I'm not talking like they've got to be on the side of a cliff. Yeah. But um, <laughs> if I got if I spent five nights outside, that feels really doable. Yeah. And I think it would help kind of solve some of this problem of not spending enough time outdoors. I didn't All do right. much hiking last year. I went on a backpacking trip with, with Roby, and it was fun. Yeah. Um, and that's where my three nights were. But. Yeah. Wow. I could do. I could do more. Wow. That's. Hey, I really want to. That would be extremely camping. hard for me. What spending nights outside? Five nights. That's like double. Yeah, I'm not saying five consecutive. Soggy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, it, I'm not saying that five consecutive nights because uh, I just don't think that's realistic. But it's, yeah, like not because I couldn't do it. Uh, I know just, you could. Uh, I had definitely more of a, a life life situation. Anyhow, uh, so and then my large goal. Okay. My big goal. Yep. Really tough to do. Um, if I could lose 50 pounds, you got this. If I could lose 50 pounds, it'd be like crazy goal. Yeah. And so again, we're talking about big goal, not like this, this shouldn't be easy. It shouldn't be something flippant, you know, that kind of thing. This right. is something that like it would take a lot of effort on my part. <laughs> um, and, uh, I've been, I've been doing that, like trying to go to the gym, trying to eat right, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, I've lost some weight, but man, it's trickling off. So the yeah. idea of having to lose forty-ish more pounds, right? Woof. Anyway, <laughs> um, but that's my that's my big crazy hard goal. What's yours? Oh man, come on. Yours, you're, here's the thing. <laughs> Mine's not really solving a real problem, and yours <laughs> yours has made yours has made my next one seem so trivial. <laughs> like, <laughs> You have thirty seconds it to figure out a new flippant. one. 
I didn't talk about the problem I'm solving. I mean, I, I well, think the I problem's mean, obvious. Yeah, yeah, that's obvious. You know, so but, um, yeah. shoot, man. I tried to buy you some time. Sorry. Dang on it. Your your large goal is a large goal. It's a hard one. It's it's a difficult thing to do. It's going to require a lot from you because you're starting Dang from zero. No, I'm not. You have a guitar. Yes. I'm actually decent. I just hide it very well. well what, what is this goal? Learn a song on guitar? Yeah, because I have all the chords. I can play the chords. But it's putting them together. You can't play a song, but you can play all the chords. I can play... I can play the first part. I feel like part. this should have been your off-the-couch one. I, I thought you didn't know chords. <laughs> no, I can play the first car- part of Johnny Cash's Hurt. The... Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I can play that. Can you play the next chord? Yeah. And the next just, chord? Just the two, first two. And then I'm learning to switch back to, I think, C. Okay. C. Yeah, that's not very difficult. Yeah. Um, but, so my, pro- okay. my my difficult part is transition. I thought you were like starting from nowhere. No, my transition. Like you is could hard. spell guitar, but that's about it. You no, know? No. <laughs> Back in the day, I used to play for my youth band. Ooh, rhythm guitar. Yeah, but I only I could only play God of Wonders. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually. Uh, so this this goal may have been a cop out. G D C. It is. That's exactly what it was, dude. Come on now. <laughs> I played a lot of God of Wonders in my day. God of Wonders, beyond the game. All right, all right. Well, okay. Then we're you can lead off with the Masogi. Then so here's what a Masogi is. Okay, a Masogi is supposed to be something that's incredibly challenging, incredibly challenging. Something that would push you outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, way outside your comfort zone. Something that you don't think you can do. Okay, like like oh. if it should it should feel impossible but it is possible right uh and the only rules it's got to be really freaking hard yeah and you can't die so again this is a michael easter thing that he talks about in his book the comfort crisis and yeah he talks about his misogi which is like elk hunting in alaska oh dang that's awesome living in the arctic for a month trying to shoot an elk um so neither of us are trying to do that uh excuse me Okay. I would love to go elk hunting. Dude, I just thought of a large goal for you. Dude, I'm thinking I've 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 changed my goal. Okay. Yeah. What's your Masogi goal? Uh kill a coyote. Really? Yeah, go coyote hunting. Okay. Yeah. I don't feel like that's very challenging though. <laughs> I think it's a large goal. I think your original Masogi is gonna be way harder for you. I think you should switch your large goal to, to coyote shooting. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, actually, I was going to say go process, hunting for you because that's something you've, that's been on your oh, list. I, lo- I would love to do that. And, and the process of going coyote hunting is hard, like finding the places. Yeah, um, it, it's a know. large goal. It takes a lot of logistic things. You, yeah. you know, you need to know where to hunt, who to go with, you yeah, know, those, I, those pieces. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So, so lar- large goal. Let's switch that to my large goal. Yeah, I think you need to stick with your Masogi one because I think it. I think for you, it it is way outside your comfort zone. Oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah, you ready for it? Yeah. <sighs> Spend <laughs> two nights in your wilderness in your outdoor life. <laughs> <laughs> Spend two nights outside. Yeah, outside. And you said it could be my patio. 
Yeah, you can sleep on your patio for two nights. Which I usually have a TV out there in warm weather, so oh, I'll geez. do that. <laughs> Easy. And my bathroom is right here. I think you're so. missing the point. <laughs> I think you're missing the point. <laughs> my point is... It's supposed to be hard. I don't want to get caught outdoors and be dropping the logs that I drop when I need to go to the bathroom. Dude, you just dig a hole and but, you do your business. But, man, I just need... Okay. You need what? If I could take dude wipes... Yeah, you can. You can take whatever you want. All right, dude. Wipes. You can I, pack I, a toilet seat if you wanted to. I could do that. I've got. I've got a, a folding toilet seat that you can pop up and then. I saw this thing on Shark Tank, where it connects to a tree and you can actually sit down on it and poop. Yeah, yeah. There's people that you know. Yeah, like my favorite one, my cousin Andy for hunting. He had a folding chair. Yeah, like a like a folding chair from church. Cut it out. That he punched a hole in the bottom of For it, sure. like got the whole the whole seat out. Yep. And he that. just uh, you know, zip tied a, a toilet seat on top of it. And you fold that sucker up, set it right next to the tree, you got to go. That's what I'm talking about. You know. Bro, that's some redneck innovation right there. <laughs> it's got a backrest. And I like that. I don't even know if he's a redneck, but I feel like that. I know a lot of West Virginians <laughs> that would do that. <laughs> yeah, Andy's a redneck. Uh, uh, he uh, might be a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that would oh my God. <laughs> that would definitely be my Mashogi. My <laughs> <laughs> what? You're Mitsubishi. <laughs> Pierogi. Uh, my, my, what was Masogi. it? Masogi. You're really close. Masogi. Yeah. What did I say earlier? <laughs> the pierogi was close. But what did I say before that? Um, I don't remember. I think I said it right. Didn't no, I? you didn't. What did I say? Masogi. Masogi. <laughs> anyway. Well, yeah, that would be my... Masogi, yeah, you got it. Um, I think I think you sure. could spend two nights in the woods, but I know consecutively. It yeah, oh, oh, that was the deal. You got to do two two nights back to back. No, 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 no. You said you can't. You don't have to do five nights consecutively. No, right? Why would I have to do two nights consecutively? That's that makes sense. Two nights in the woods is not bad. Oh, dude, like it's totally doable. Oh my god, most people go on weekend camping trips and they spend Friday night and Saturday that. night. Yes, you can. You can do this. What about a shower? You. Don't shower. Are you kidding me, dude? I I lived the two shower two day shower life, and I actually had to go to Kia's not. mom's house. And, you might and just not. <laughs> you might just not, and it'll be okay. It'll be all right. It's gonna be the most freeing thing you've ever done, dude. Because you're gonna realize, you know, I'm I'm a shower. I like showering. I shower every day, but clean like, clothes. What clean clothes? No, no. You wear the dirty clothes. You have clean clothes that you sleep in. And we are talking about car camping. So, this yes, a, if you wanted to. A big Masogi. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> do you want to hear mine? Yes, I do. <laughs> mine is to uh, hike to my cousin Tim's house from my house, which is 25 miles. With? With 30 pounds on my back. Yeah. That's insane. I think I can do it. I think I'd rather do that than I don't spend know. two nights outside. I don't know if I can. <laughs> <laughs> originally i want to do there and back maybe that should be my goal i right, think 25 right. miles feels too easy yeah oh my 50 would be extreme dude you know what 50 miles would be freaking extreme you just you know i'm gonna stop setting goals around you <laughs> i told you just, go big I, 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 <laughs> you're, out, you're out here trying to, to figure out learn a guitar where can i shower <laughs> 
I might get gross. <laughs> what do I do about the sweat? There might be bugs. I mean, is that, Listen, man. Is that how I sound? No, oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I just like being clean. Like you've got all of these awesome, like, like bears and woodland things upstairs as your uh, decoration. Yeah. I do love cabins. Yeah, you've kind of got like this mountain man <laughs> aesthetic. Yeah. But you, and you're not spending the night in the woods. Go spend the night yeah. in the woods, mountain man. You got it. But if there's a cabin there, I'll do it. <laughs> Just sleep outside. I do. I, I I think I think I would enjoy it. I really do. Sleeping outside? Yeah, I used to do it all the time when I was in when I was a little boy. You know, when I was just a little boy, <laughs> when I was a wee little lad. <laughs> I liked going up in them hills. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to. Me and my friends used to play. Man, I tell you what, we used to go up in them mountains and just be idiots. I think I could do it. 50, 50 miles? Oh, my gosh. That would be a lot of miles. With that's our, like With our go-ruck. Oh, my gosh. Then that's like that's like two marathons. Maybe I can't do that. <laughs> hey, a dude, double marathon in one day? Here's the thing. Uh, now that I'm saying this out loud, I don't think I can if do it. I, we'll we'll, we'll uh, mobilize the podcast, and I'll follow you, and we'll, we'll just document There's it. a guy on the outside podcast. He's talking about like one of the things that, that uh, was Theodore Roosevelt had a mandatory – three-day challenge that every marine was supposed to be able to do okay and actually it was a marine officer okay we're supposed to do and they had to be able to do within a three-day span a 90 mile horseback ride and a 50 mile hike what 90 miles on horseback 50 miles by foot so i (laughs) i just don't even know what to say I think it'd be difficult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be like a triple masogi. So, yeah. All right. Here's here's what I think. If I could get to Tim's house, that's 25 miles from my front door. What up, Tim? That'd be impressive. He's yeah, got a pool. Would. Oh, bro. You could just fall into that's the what pool. I'm saying. I get there and just collapse. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't don't die. What's the that's the point? It's supposed to push it. That's what I'm saying. You can't die. Well, I don't. I don't want to die. I'm not trying to die out there. Like you're, you're, I mean, you're picking something that you like. You're not supposed to die. What if you get hit by a car? And don't get hit by a car. That's the goal. You just don't get hit <laughs> by the vehicle. I mean, what if you can't help it? You can maybe get out of the way. I, here's the. Here, I mean, most of it's country roads. Take me home. Most of it's country roads. If I, hmm, I, I do have to get on the interstate or not interstate a highway at some point. Like, there's no really? way there without getting on the highway. That stinks. I don't think. I'd have to do some map, mapping. But I think I can do it. 25 miles? Yeah. There's no back it, way it from would be, Chatham to where does he live? No, that's it, it's mostly back way until you, like, but you have to take, he lives in Taylorville. Um, you have to uh, eventually get on the highway. You could go Kincaid and then out to Taylorville. Yeah, you still have to get on the highway. There's yeah, a you highway. still have to get on main, the main yeah. drag there in Taylorville. Yeah, unless you go like weird back streets or and then getting out of Taylorville to his house. Oh, okay. you got it. There's a it's a highway. Yeah. So, Interesting. I mean, it might be a little sketchy. <laughs> this is crazy. Are you going to do it? Is this something we have to do or we just No, no, no. It's like a goal. It's like a like a this is this is the dream. This is the dream big crazy challenge. Oh, dude, then my dream is to visit Boston. Okay. All right. 
But that's that's a fun like this is a fun thing. But I'll never be able to do it. Why why can't you visit Boston? Because I'm broke. Okay, it doesn't cost that much to get to Boston. Probably you, you could get to Boston, spend the night, and come back on two hundred bucks, maybe four hundred dollars. If you're saying two hundred bucks, then I'm in. I think I tomorrow think for four hundred dollars you can get to Boston and back, spend the night, have a good time, have a tea party. First of all, you're not going to be able to get to Boston and see the Celtics and then back yeah, for 400 bucks. Yeah, the season will be over by then. Yeah, because they're not even making the playoffs this year, are they? <laughs> Dude, they're number one in the NBA. I'm just kidding. I knew you were. I don't know nothing about NBA. <laughs> I think NBA is stupid. Uh, you can get into a basketball it's game fake for cheap. Like wrestling. What? <laughs> I tell you what, bro. I tell you what. Hey, we need to take our ministry break. I'm, I'm telling you right now, you're going to <laughs> Cody. If you, you can't see this, but Cody just shifted his books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know what, man? You He's can, about you to can, come across this table. You can talk about the NBA, but by God, don't you talk about my wrestling? Okay. <laughs> Anyway, well, hey, we do want to talk about a couple of ministry things really quick. I, I got two two quick plugs. Oh, cool! Two quick plugs, All and right. then uh, I want to dive into kind of what you're what you're starting the year with. I think it's super fascinating, and I want our readers to hear about it. So, All right, dude. Here we go. Two quick ministry plugs for you, and one of the things we talked about last year was the pour over podcast Ooh. and how valuable that is. It is, uh, and so what. I was not doing when we were talking about it. I wasn't actually listening to it when we were talking about it. So I'm cool. sorry. That's all right. Um, but I started listening to it back yeah. in November and through December. And now, like, I don't miss a Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. Like, I, yep. I just I get all of them um, yep. because it's super concise. Yes, it is. Uh, it's really clear. Some of this, the, the Christian stuff's a little bit corny. Right. Like, some of the connections are a little bit corny. Sure. But um, for the most part, it's really, I mean, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's just good to know. It's good to know. Now, there's some yep. stuff you already know. If, you, if you're if you on Instagram, you already know some of those things. But oh, yeah. But there's a lot of it that, especially with the conflict in the Middle East, especially with stuff going on in Ukraine, especially with stuff going on here with the election and, and everything that's that's spinning there. It's hard to know what to believe, what not to believe. Yeah. And it's, again, just a way for you to know what's going on in the world that's not pushing one agenda or the other. And so yeah. check out the Pour Over podcast. We think it would be really wonderful for you. Another awesome tool that's available to you um, that that's totally free is uh, the Bible Recap. Mm. Bible recap sold is uh, is pretty great. I'm a little bit behind, but I've been doing that at the beginning of the year. Yeah. One of the things I like about it um, is that there's always this uh, podcast that that accompanies it. Yeah, and it's a little devotional, and it's just there to help you make sense of what's going on with what you're reading. So as you're struggling through Job, um, especially the later chapter, chapters of Job, we were like, I don't really care about this <laughs> argument that they're having. It's What's nice is that yeah. she's there to help you find a, uh, she calls it the God shot, but like this one thing that you can take with you as you are trying to process what's going on in the scriptures. Yeah, It's really helpful, really wonderful. Maybe for you, your Masogi, or one of your small, medium, or large goals is to get through the Bible in one year. Yes. I know that's something that I'm trying to do this year. Same. Um, and so, if that's Same. you, Bible Recap, free, that's awesome. helpful on the Version app, you should check it out. Yeah. I, I did a, uh, that's actually, um, I'm 
pretty sure that's what I'm doing right now is the Bible recap. That's what, cool. I'm, that's what I'm going through uh, for my um, read through the Bible. That's awesome. So, yeah. Cool. Love that. All right. And, and we're, we're back. back. <laughs> like we never left. <laughs> back like we never left. <laughs> <laughs> the, the things that, that uh, go into producing your own podcast. Yes, yes. Pretty amazing. Beautiful. Anyhow, um, tell people what you are going through. Like you have been in a book. You've been talking yeah. about this one key theme. We were going to bring it out at, yeah. at Advent, and then you're like, no, I want to wait. Let's wait on this. I'll yeah. wait on it. Yeah. Let's let it cook. Let it, and, and it did, and cook it did. I, I, so before, just to give people a little bit of a background or, you know, whatever, um, before Christmas and before our little our break, uh, before Christmas break, I was just really in a frustrated place. Yeah. Um, frustrated with work, frustrated with, with some things in life. Uh, me and you had had a long conversation one day over text and you hit it on the spot. You sound discontent. I was very discontent. Um, yep. that's, that's that word that very much hit me where, you know, what I was feeling. And I remember one day I was listening to this book on, um, audible and there was something else that had happened or, or there was something else I was reading something else. Um, I don't know if I heard it or read it or something, but I, I was reading and hearing something about stillness. Yeah. And, and it just kind of hit me like, what does, what does that even mean in my life right sure. now? Like I've heard, oh, I've heard the scripture so many times in Psalms, be still and know that I am God. But I didn't know what stillness meant for me. Sure. I didn't know what stillness meant, but I felt like God was kind of impressing upon me, on my heart, just like you need to find stillness. You need to find what it means to be still. Um, cause you got all this going on. You're, you're facing all this and you're frustrated and you're, you're overwhelmed and you got college and you got work. That's kind of overwhelming at the, at the moment and all that's going on and it's still going to be going on. So you yeah. need to find out what it means to be still. And I kind of mentioned that to you. Um, I don't know. It was in a text or, or something. And then, yeah, it's been um, kind of a common theme. Yeah. And then we talked about maybe doing it, like you said, for Advent. And then yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to hold off on that for yeah. a minute. And I'm, and I'm really glad I did because I felt like once the new year started, once I got past Christmas, when I had my winter break and got a chance to kind of reset physically. Um, I still felt like, man, I just, I, I'm feeling like I'm not rested spiritually. And, I started, I finished the book. I finished the book on Audible. The book is called The Lord of Psalm 23. And it just, it hit me in a way that I was like, wow, this is, this is what I feel like stillness is. It it is understanding that the Lord is with me and the Lord is my shepherd and he has everything that I need. He has the care that I need. He has the rest and the peace that I need. And so I said, once I finished the book on Audible, I said, I've got to have this in my yeah. hand and look at these words and really dig into this again. So I bought it and I started reading it. And then it just felt like every devotional, everything that I was doing was leading me to the Psalm 23. Yeah. It was kind of leading me to that. And it was like, all right, God, you're, I feel like you're really pointing me to dig into this Psalm so my entire first part of the year has been digging into this book, 
the Lord of Psalm 23 by Jonathan or David Gibson. And then I'm doing a devotional, uh, you know, I do the 21 day fast and I did a, I did a, um, a, uh, devotional to go along with that. And it's about Psalm 23, me and Kier doing that together. And it, it's, it digs into Psalm 23. So I just have really felt like, you know, figuring out what stillness means from reading Psalm 23. So, okay, hang on. Let's, uh, let's back it up real quick just because. Yeah. What, what does, uh, what, what is Psalm 23? What's that one sound like? All right. Um, let me read it to you. There we go. Let me find it in the book. You don't have it memorized yet? I, you know, we've been memorizing, we've been memorizing it, but I, you know, I don't have, the have, Lord is my shepherd. Yeah, I shall not want. But I don't want to. I don't want to get it wrong. Okay. He leads me through green pastures. Leads me beside still waters. Here we go. He restores my soul. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. <laughs> uh, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He so leads close. me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for His name's sake. Mm-hmm. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah. Yeah. So just kind of breaking down all of the all of the parts of this and looking at it and just expanding on it and sure. under, understanding that like there's a so much peace to know that God is with us and God leads us and God cares for us even in these dark times, even in the good times, um, in our moments where we feel like we're surrounded by enemies. He, he still cares for us yeah, and he still takes care of us. And that care, uh, really points to the bigger picture of the Bible that says, God desires to be with his people. Yeah. And that's something that I really, um, it really hit me because, you know, we read the book last year with, mm-hmm. so with was man a really good word for 2023. Sure. You know, but then it just, I feel like I circled back around to that word in 2024 in, in early January because it just hit me how much God really wants to be with us. Yeah. Well, and there's a, there's a, uh, contrast there too. I mean, I think one of the things that we talked about when it comes to with, um, it, I don't, I don't, it, correct me if I'm wrong here. It wasn't about God's presence right. with us. Correct. It was about us working with God. Yes, it was. It wasn't working for God. It was. Or against God or yeah. uh, under God or, so know, it was like whatever, completely, whatever the thing. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was a completely different way to look at the word with. Yeah. In it's about motivation. Exactly. You know, not exactly like where, where are you finding your energy for ministry or care or love or whatever these things are? Yeah. Like, where are you finding it? You're finding it with God. It's not to impress him. Yeah. It's to participate in the work of the spirit, participate in the work that the, the Lord's already doing yeah. here and now amongst us. You're participating with him. So that, that was that thing. But then the other piece of that is yeah. that his desire isn't just to work with us, right? It's to be with just us, just to be with us, and that. And but, how's that connect to still, stillness, though? Um, I think it connects to stillness because, um, even like kind of what the psalm says, uh, 
right in the middle of the psalm. If you look at it, the, the very middle, it says, for you are with me. And that gave me such a great peace because I used to look at all of my issues and say, well, the Lord is my shepherd, but I'm frustrated at work. Yeah. The Lord is my shepherd, but this. The Lord is my shepherd, but I don't feel well. But now I'm looking at it and saying, I'm frustrated at work, but the Lord is my shepherd. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm I don't feel like I'm making enough money for all the work I'm doing, but the Lord is my shepherd. And or, you know, stuff like that. So I feel like it's given me this 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 peace um that has come with understanding that man God created um you know he created in the beginning and he wanted to be with his with his creation. Yeah. And we messed that up. But then he tried to work around ways to be with us, you know, the tabernacle and the and the sure. you know the the places he met with Moses and he wanted to be, you know, but he couldn't really do that because of our of our sin. Yeah. But then he created a way and he sent his son to be with us, to literally be God with us. Yeah. And then he was with us and then when he ascended, he sent the Holy Spirit to be with us. Sure. And then he goes and he uh, prepares that he's preparing a place for us just because he desires to be with us. Right. And when I, when I just, when that hit me, so much stillness and peace came over me. And, and to be honest with you, like being still and knowing that he is God, knowing that he is with me, it's not really a being still that says, Hey, I'm going to, I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. Being still, I feel like is, is doing, Right. Um, it's a place of doing, even though it sounds like being still is doing nothing. Um, so I feel like it's not an inactive stillness. Exactly. It's a contentment. Exactly. And it's a peace and it's a reassurance, reassurance that like, right. Yeah. I I hear what you're saying. And I think that, um, I, I really love what my my favorite part of Psalm 23 is right where you had it. It's, it's that, you know, uh, for you are with me. Yeah, man your rod and your staff, they comfort, comfort me. me. Yeah. And that is, that is one of the hardest things to pray Yes, because that rod and the staff that it, Come on. you know, from what I know, the yep. shepherd uses the rod yep. to smack the, the smack the sheep yep. and say like, Hey, you need to quit doing that. Or they use that staff and they use the hook and they pull that, yep. you know, that might be vice versa. Either way. Yeah. Sheep don't like the stick. Right. Um, and so that's how the shepherd though guides. Absolutely. And, and, corrects the sheep yeah and and so sometimes that that's painful and sometimes it looks like you're being steered out of something you really want or steered towards something you maybe you don't want to do yeah. or like and you're trying to sense the presence of the lord directing you yeah like, man. this is what you are this is what i have for you and this is what's best for you yeah and so that's beautiful yeah there's a there's a quote in the in the book that mentions the rod and the staff, and he says he talks about um, the did rod. I get it right? You, you did, and but it also also the rod is obviously for um, oh to protect, protect to protect. Yeah. Yep. And it said um, we want the shepherd to use the rod to protect us from our enemies. Oh, but see, we, I never even think about that. But, but we don't <laughs> just think about. It. But Jesus we don't. The snot we don't want me. the shepherd <laughs> to protect us from ourselves. Yeah. And and so that's that was that hit me hard. I was yeah. like, man, we we do we want we want. God, we want you to protect us from our enemies, but 
but don't use the staff to protect us from oh, ourselves. Sure. You know. Yeah, that's um, funny because I, I again, that's not my first inclination. Yeah, is to think about all the ways that yeah, dude. Uh, the shepherd is guarding me from the outside forces, which it, it's true. I mean, I yeah. can, and that's me taking that for granted because it's stuff I don't see and don't always appreciate. Yeah, uh, I'm just thinking, you know. It's I've just been, a beautiful. I've been smacked by that stick a couple times. Oh, for sure. Um, Every part of this is beautiful. How it how it depicts the shepherd. Um, yeah. And and there's a part that I love. I mean, gosh, we can go on and on. I mean, we can go every part, every scripture, every verse. But there's a part that I love that it talks about in the book as well, and it's the very first part. The Lord is my shepherd. Yeah. We we get we get the Lord is my shepherd. We recognize that I shall not want. Man, we really get that. But uh, I have a hard time with that one. <laughs> he's like he, he says a lot of times we overlook the very first part of the Lord, and he talks about how David uses the same word. Like the he goes into like the translation of the word is the same word that was used in the story of the burning bush uh, when 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 God said I am that I am it was the same you know same word for Lord there and it, it literally talks about how we need to understand that um, the very same God who has all these resources, who is all-consuming, yeah. and who is this I am that I am, he, he, he was and he is and he is forever, he's the one that has our, uh, has our need, and he's our source, and he, he is our shepherd. Yeah. And that's what it means to say, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack for nothing. Everything that I need is wrapped up in him. Mm. And that's just a beautiful thing to understand and that's another that's another reason why i just came into so much peace and like oh my gosh like you know what no matter how frustrated i am you're with me you're my shepherd you have everything that i need uh you you make me lie down in green pastures because lord knows i don't want to lie down and sheep are stupid and they don't want to lie down and, mm-hmm. and and the shepherd a lot of times has to force them to lie down in green pastures and it's just beautiful. And the still waters thing is also beautiful because sheep get disoriented at running water hmm. and they can drown. They can fall in and drown. So shepherds lead sheep to still water so they can drink. Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh, like it's just, it's beautiful. Well, and one of the things that's funny about this too is, I mean, David's writing this and obviously he right. was a shepherd. He's a shepherd. Most of you know, his young life. Yeah. And I mean, that dude had to have been mad at the sheep most of the time. I mean, just like absolutely ticked. He gets it. And, yeah. and he, he sees himself as yeah, the sheep. I mean, the king, the king of, of Israel. Yeah. You know, and arguably the greatest king yeah. in Israel. Yeah. And even he has the perspective to say, uh, you know, I'm a sheep. Absolutely. In regards of to my status with God. Yeah. I'm a sheep and he's a shepherd. And that takes a lot of humility. Uh, and it also takes, you know, it takes some of the pressure off too. Absolutely. Uh, I think one of the things that I stumble into is I, I feel like I have more autonomy and I have more power over my situations than I actually do. Yeah. Um, and that can lead to a lot of um, discontentment. Sure, um, sure. And, and the lack of stillness and a just an overall bad mood right, <laughs> with right. the world around me is when I think, man, I've got I've got control over this. I need to fix it. Yeah, you know. Or if I just had if I just had this or whatever, and there's some sort of like missing, um, there's like one little missing piece, right? Uh, but having that perspective to know where you stand um, also frees you up from. St- 
seeing this as your responsibility. Now, there's some things that are obviously your responsibility, but there's some stuff that's just the situation that you're in. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know if that's connected at all. I love it. Yeah, it is. I have not read the book. It's man, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's really a beautiful book. It's it's a beautiful psalm. I mean, it's I think I think they said that uh, Spurgeon called it the pearl of the psalms. Oh yeah, you know, and it, it it's just because it's there's so much of the gospel wrapped up in it. Yeah, there's so much of the Bible wrapped up in it. Yeah, um, and there's so much of who God is and His character wrapped up in it. Sure, um, and His desire to be with us. You know, at the end, He says, "I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever." Yeah, we have that access because God wants us to be there. Right, he wants us to be with him. Right, um, and he wants to be with us. So. Yeah, it's hope filled. Yeah, hope filled for sure. I mean, I think this is. I don't know for sure, but if I were going to like venture a guess, mm-hmm. I would say this is probably the most used psalm in all funerals ever. It is, um, and, they, and they mentioned that in the book. Okay. It's very connected right. to funerals, um, but and I always, growing up, always just thought it was a sad psalm. And then once I started reading, I was like, man, this is... No, that's an encouragement. Yeah, this is a beautiful, beautiful it's, yeah, song. Yeah, it's very, very hope-filled. Yeah. Um, and that's why you use it as a fu- at a funeral. Absolutely. It's like, you know... Absolutely. That this is not the end. Yeah. Um, and that's that's incredibly valuable, um, especially in those moments. So... It is. But that is cool. Yeah, That man. is a great way to start the year. Be Love thinking it. about, like, how can you rest in the presence and the love yeah. that God has for you? How can you, how can you be... Com- find com- completeness there completeness there um and so yeah. i don't know what your small medium large and masogi goals are <laughs> yeah but even if you can't accomplish any of this yeah even if we don't do a single one of these things and we come back next year and we piece apart what you know what we hoped we were going to do one thing still remains true mm. is the lord is our shepherd yeah he is and something we don't have to work for is the peace that comes with trusting that that shepherd and the love that comes with being in his presence. Like he's done all the work for us. Yeah. We just have to accept it, which is incredibly hard to do, but it's still, it's still free and it doesn't require reaching on our part because the reaching's already been done. So, yeah. And if, um, if you're listening and you're, you know, you're going through that Valley of the shadow of death, if you feel like you're there, uh, know that God is with you and Mm -hmm. that, that Valley of the shadow is, is not permanent, but it's a passageway mm. and uh, he's leading you through it. Yeah. So. Well, that's great. Yeah, man. Welcome to 2024. 2024. We got some good stuff on the horizon. Yeah, we do. Some big time Masogi challenges. Yes, we do. We'll walk 25 God. miles. Oh, the Lord's going to be my shepherd in those woods. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can do it. Lord, help me. All I right. think I'll love it. I think you will too. Yeah. All right. Tell the people what they want to hear. God loved us first. God loved us best. God loves us most. This is the Bad Apples Podcast.